and welcome to Dear Ashley, where, friendly reminder, we are uncertified and probably unqualified, but ready and willing to give you advice. I am joined today by my husband, Steve. What's up? Who is is laying next to me in bed. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, guys. We are in bed. If you, you can already tell the difference in sound, it's because we're in bed. We, Do you want to say it one more time? Yes, we are in our bed. Uh, I hear this. We are recording on a voice memo on our phone on a pillow. So I hope it sounds great. We both got our second vaccines on Friday and we were like, okay, we're like feeling it. Our arm hurts. I got a little bit of the chills. And then Saturday hit and it felt like I got punched in the face. And so this weekend we are recording from bed. <laughs> I think it's a good trick to to keep people on their toes is to do different episodes in different spots. You want to break up the routine and and make sure we're not getting like too repetitive. Yeah, this is so a strategic we'll do, decision. Yeah, maybe we'll do one in the car. Wow. Maybe we'll do one at the grocery store. That's that's ambitious. I want to do it on an airplane if we ever get to go somewhere again. Okay, great. Which we are because we're vaccinated now. That's right. We will in a couple weeks when we recover from this. We'll be <laughs> a couple we'll, weeks. We'll be ready to mingle. It's like two weeks after your shot. You're ready. You're fully vaccinated. Two weeks after your second no, I shot. I thought you just meant you were going to felt like you're going to be sick, sick for two weeks. Oh, God, no. I, sick you're sick, sick for two weeks. Um, we could so, do one yeah. outside. We could do one. So get ready for a wild adventure a <laughs> of different of where we're gonna eat green eggs and ham and record <laughs> this <plane>. podcast. <laughs> oh crap! I didn't pick a country. Uh, okay, hold on. I like how like that the start of the podcast has so many other different things and like we didn't even get into it and like four bullet points down. You're like, oh, I forgot that because I did forget. You're going to have to look up a fact while I feel. It's fine. I'm quick on the Google. Okay. Ready? Yeah. This week, our country shout out is. about. <laughs> Singapore. Singapore. I love Singapore. Great. I can't wait to hear that. How many people listen to us in Singapore? Whenever we pick a country, it's less than 1% of ah, our okay. listeners are from there. So probably one, I would imagine. So let's learn something about Singapore. The one person that listens to us in Singapore, or if, if you want to send us an email at dearashleypod at gmail.com, you are welcome to be a guest on the show. Maybe you can be on the one we do from a grocery store. Yeah, or from an Grocery airplane. store, Singapore. Or, it's one of the world's greenest cities, and that's interesting. Um, are you trying to say that that rhymed? I was. I was trying to think of like, and even more, Singapore in the grocery store. Okay. It's home to the world's first night zoo. Singapore's night safari provides a nocturnal experience like no other in the city. It's also the world's first, world's very first night zoo. Yeah, I said that. Opened in 1994, the 35-hectare park. What's hectare mean? I think it's a way to measure like acres okay. and stuff. Features over 1,000 animals in their naturalistic nighttime environments. Hop onto the 40-minute tram ride for an overview of the park's main attractions. Be sure to amble along the four interlinked walking trails 
within the park for a zoo trip like no other. Wow. Like the Masters. I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a wild ride. A city, I feel like that didn't do it justice. Like, Singapore's really cool. Yeah, but this is just a fun fact. A lot of people know how cool Singapore is, and now they know that this is the first place there is ever a night zoo. So congratulations. Don't forget, if you are the person from Singapore, email us at dearashleypod at gmail.com. You also, the Singaporean and everybody else, can join our subreddit, which is r slash dearashleypod, or follow us along on Instagram at dearashleypod. And again, Discord is somewhere i they're, they're doing more brackets now they're doing a disney bracket it's the wild west over in the discord seems Discord's, like a fun place to be again discord i'm jumping in checking some stuff out Reason, oh. i'm gonna drop a comment and then i'm gonna walk away they asked if we wanted to do a live q a and i never got back to them we what? have to pick a just day to do that to them, yeah. i know i just forgot but make sure i do that so yeah we might do a live q a over on discord we're answering so yes. Point. We're answering yes to your email about Discord on a podcast, <laughs> and then when we do it, we'll send you a car- carrier, carrier pigeon. pigeon. <laughs> oh boy, guys, here we go. We can't, also, why can't we just respond? Yes, I said yes, and and you then said he yes was out like, loud "No, no, no, no." He said, "What day would be good for you?" And then I never responded. Okay, but I will, and I'm thinking about you. <laughs> Okay, also, we're not going to do voicemails today because, as I mentioned, we're recording on a voice memo from bed. So Steve's going to read all our questions. Steve, would you like to kick us off? I love the doc open. Real quick, shout out to our bed. It's a Lisa mattress. They're not a sponsor, but maybe one day. Uh, there's, maybe it's, one day. It's like, honestly, this is a good thing and a bad thing. Might sound a little snobby, first world problems. Our bed is too comfortable <laughs> to the point where uh, it's really hard to get out of it if you don't feel like you want to get out of it. Yeah. So shout out to Lisa Mattresses. Yeah. And the like dope mattress topper I got. <clears throat> I don't know what brand it is, but I respect you. Question one. Dear Ashley and Steve, I'm a big fan. Wait, is this the right talk? Yes. <laughs> Dear Ashley and Steve, I'm a big fan. I love the wide variety of of topics on the podcast. Thank you. I work in a very male dominant field. And on top of that, I am a young woman. I recently got a leadership position, which I'm very excited about. I'm a little nervous because in previous jobs, I was the only woman or one of two. I will be in charge of a decent sized group, mostly male, made of mostly made of men. If not all man, I'm a little nervous. I'm also pretty young to be in this position. Any advice would be appreciated. P.S. If this is on the pod, I'd like to remain anonymous. Bless you, Ray. Bless you, Raylan. Okay, what should we call her? Uh, boss lady. Boss lady? I think that's smart. Boss lady, I appreciate you. And I appreciate your question. And girl, I have been there. And it is, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're feeling it, but it is so uncomfortable um, I will tell you a little bit about my experience first before I tell you how I dealt with it. Um, I was in charge. Uh, I was not in charge. I was leading a group of a really small team. It was like four people. And we went through a reorg and the way the reorg broke down, I not only maintained my group, but inherited another group entirely that was like 10 more people. 
So I went from having four direct reports to 14, and the previous two leaders of that group of 10 were then my direct reports, even they though they were both had been at the company longer than I was and were significantly older than I was. On top of that, I was about to have a baby and had to take on this group, um, learn everything about them as much as I could and give them directive before I left for three months on maternity leave. And it was just, it was crazy. It was a crazy time. And I felt a lot of imposter syndrome. Um, did I deserve this? Was I ready for this? Why did they give it to me? And to be honest, as you get higher and higher up in the company, you'll realize that the executives spend a lot of time thinking about who's going to roll up to who and who's ready for promotions. And there's a lot of debating and there's a lot of this stuff. And just know that they're, the reason that you have this job is because you deserve it. And guess what? You're going to crush it. Just the fact that they are all men and they are forced to look up to you is like, yeah, this is the world now. You earned this job more than anybody else. And like, you're their boss. I felt, I remember feeling when I first started this pressure to always be very buttoned up and professional and wear blazers every day, even though that's not who I was. Um, and I think the important thing to remember is like, you can fake being a person for a certain amount of time, but eventually you're just going to go back to being yourself. So if you come into it fully yourself, because that person is the one who got this job, like you're going to feel more comfortable. Everybody else is going to feel more comfortable and you'll, you're going to get stuff done faster. So be true to yourself. Remember you deserve it. Um, and then there's this phrase that kind of came out of nowhere that's off of the like, fake it till you make it mantra, which is like, become I it till you become that's it. That's right. It's I don't believe in faking it till you make it, it because you're not faking it. Just do it until you become comfortable with it. Like give it the old thumbs up and smile and try and say, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I'm a boss until you've done it enough that like, oh, all of a sudden now you are a boss. You, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to learn from those mistakes. and You're going to become a better and better boss the longer that you are that person. So you are going to be awesome. I am so proud of you, boss lady, not knowing anything about you except that I have been in your shoes and to be able to rise and to be given that nod in a male dominant industry and leading a group of mostly men like that's awesome. That means like not only are you great, you're extra great. So great job. You're dope. Steve, do you have any thoughts you would like to add? Hmm. No, I think, uh, per usual, I always say this after you do a long winded answer that's really <laughs> thought out that that was very good and concise and smart. I think the only thing I'd add is that someone, whoever it was, made this decision to put you in the leadership position and put you in charge. So that is a person that he or she also probably got sign off on. And then there was more people that validated you being put in this position. So there are like on paper, there's a bunch of people that believe in you that can do this. Yeah. That, that means something. And I, I think that's similar to what I told Ashley and what we talked about when she was going through stuff. There's a bunch of people that already do believe in you. Yeah. But so not just use like that, use that superpower to, to keep moving forward and yeah. not worry about imposter syndrome. 
fuck it. Like, <laughs> you're in charge. But it's also like, it's not like, we believe in her. She can do this. She's an underdog. It's like, this is the best business decision for our company, for yeah, you to be in charge. People don't take that stuff lightly. They're it's not like, like doing it as a favor. They think it's going to help the company the most. So like, that's, it's a real vote of confidence in you. It's because you earned it. So go crush, boss lady. You're awesome. Yeah, best of luck. Good luck. Let us know how it's going. Next question. Question two. Oh, we don't do that. Um, dear, dear Ashley and Steve, about two years ago, I hurt my knee and it caused me to change my habits in order to lose weight. I lost 90 out of the 100 pounds I wanted to lose. Woohoo! However, since December, not only have I stopped all the good habits uh-oh, I was doing to lose weight, I started doing some really bad habits. Almost every night after my wife goes to bed, I eat junk food and have some drinks. I have a lot of stress going on. A nerve pinched in my neck is causing an almost constant pain in my left arm. Yikes. I haven't seen my parents in over a year due to COVID. They're mad at me because they don't believe that they are a threat to us COVID-wise. Work has been crazy busy. And lastly, my wife is pregnant, which is awesome. But now we're going into a super lockdown and I'm going nuts. This Is this an older question? It might have been an older question. Um, which is okay. Uh, I know these are excuses and I'm seeking medical help for the nerve, but I just can't shake the cycle. What advice do you have for me to break the cycle so I can be healthy again? I don't want to take it another serious injury for me to figure it out. I appreciate you and I appreciate the pod. Love you. Mean it. Jim in Atlanta. Jim in Atlanta. I appreciate you. and I appreciate your question. It sounds like you're really going through it. And I am proud of you for like, acknowledging all the stresses in your life. There's so much like you have a ton going on. The first thing, the first thing you should do is forgive yourself for all this. It's not an excuse. Like you're, that's a lot. That's a lot happening. It's a lot of stuff. And it's on top of, you know, all the other mental stuff we're going through with COVID. It's okay, Jim. Like the first step is realizing that you're doing something that you don't want to be doing. So you're are you're already taking steps towards fixing it, and that's awesome. In terms of breaking bad habits, the f- first thing you want to do is identify your triggers. Like obviously you have a ton going on, and so if you can try to figure out what precisely is leading to this behavior, I think that can help. So like, is it every night that you're, you know, sneaking food and drinks? Or is it certain nights when blank happens during the day? So I think if you start with some mindfulness, like observing your impulses and kind of developing awareness around your thoughts and feelings and actions that are leading to the food sneaking without judgment, just think about it and observe it. Just, you know, let yourself sneak the food and drinks and be like, okay, why am I doing this? What happened today? Was I, was it a, a specifically a fight with my parents? Was it extra pain in my arm? Was it something around like an, a really extra busy day at work? Like what specific things are happening on the days when you feel like you need to sneak the food and drinks? Um, are you feeling a certain way? Like, is it the stress or the pain or like, just sadness or out of control. Maybe it's a combination of all those things. But I think if you can help figure, find out like which emotional and physical or social needs that this habit is fulfilling, then you can try to fill those holes with a 
different behavior. So one of the things you can try is is replacing the habit if you think it's just kind of like once you've made it through this day of stress and pain and nervousness and your wife is down, now it's your chance to like go unwind. Maybe you can try swapping out whatever drinks you're getting with a, a healthier option for a drink, a seltzer water or a, a non-caffeinated tea um, instead of alcohol or booze, if that's what it is. Can I add one thing there? For sure. So there's these – Um. so I am terrible at late night snacking. Dude, it's it's so fun, but that's not why we're here. I don't want to encourage <laughs> it. It's, it is so fun to get a late night snack and like crack a cold beer. It is awesome. It is relaxing. Do it. Do it as a treat, though. Do it on Friday nights or Saturday nights. Don't do it every night. Like, make it a special event. And to replace the sensation, this sounds so weird, but it has kind of worked, is there is, and it's a little expensive, too. Oh, are you um, going to talk about liquid death? Liquid death has, <laughs> for me, uh, re- this is, it's like a mind trick. Replace the sensation of, like, cracking a beer with it's just water it's it, it's liquid death look it up if you haven't already also not a sponsor could be if they wanted to <laughs> um is just canned water canned mountain water uh and it, with a really cool can with like a dope skull on it and it looks <laughs> it like looks like a beer it's like a 16 ounce can uh and it's just mountain water it's got a cool name, a cool logo, and I have one of those at night as like a ah, I'm winding down for the evening, and it's just water in a can. I know this sounds silly, no, and I keep no. saying that when it's was, water, but it's like when I was like, pregnant, uh, I put water in a wine glass, that's right, that's and right. sat on the porch and like felt like I was treating myself. Like it's just you know, it's they like, feel like treats, yeah. Treat, but so treat that's like that's two parts. Like one, try liquid death or get some <laughs> liquid deaths. Um, and two, jeez, our dog. She's and fine. Two, just make it make it a treat. Yeah. Friday nights, get you get late night snack night. Get so some popcorn and a movie and a beer, or whatever it is. That definitely falls into the replace your habit, and I think if you yeah. can do it with snacks too, like even at first, if you're you still want a snack, just find things that are slightly healthier than what you're doing, and then like every. Time you every week or every couple days replace that healthier snack with a slightly healthier snack and then do less and less and less until it's easier to like wean off of it. Um, let me confirm my let me refer to my notes here again to make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh, this is a big one. Uh, well, this is kind of what you said, Steve. Like, you're gonna slip up, you're gonna make mistakes, like, that's okay. You have to forgive yourself and kind of celebrate the progress that you're making. So say there there's seven days in a week. Say you go two nights without doing it. And then on the third night, you you have some beers and snacks. And then you get you start to feel really bad and guilty and mad at yourself. Like, don't do that. You went two nights without doing it. You're like, you know what? I did two. That's awesome. Good for me. Next time, I'm going to try to do three days in a row without it. You know, like, don't get down on yourself because you're trying your best and you're doing great. Also, if you build in a reward, that will give you something to look forward to. If it's Friday night treat night or, you know, Saturday night selfish night or <laughs> whatever it is, like Saturday night snacks would have worked. Saturday night snacks, Sunday night also snacks. Like, 
build in snacker day, snacker day, whatever it is, so that when it starts to get tough, you can like look forward to a cheat day of you know whatever snacks or beers or booze or whatever it is that you want. Um, think about also too why you want to change because the benefit, like thinking about the benefits of the change, I think are going to be really good for you. I will say that for me personally, like I've gone up and down with like dieting and my weight, like my entire life. And this most recent stage where I'm really focusing on eating anti-inflammatory foods is because I just wanted to feel better. It wasn't like I wanted to go out and look shred for summer or, you know, like any of those things. Like I just wanted to feel better. And so when I, when I'm at a point where I'm like, man, I really want to eat a cheeseburger. It's like, yeah, but how am I going to feel after that? Like, it's not worth the feeling to me. It's not, it's not so much about weight loss this time around as me just trying to treat my body the way it deserves to be treated and not be so tired during the day. So if you think about why you want to change the benefits it's going to bring and then write those reasons down, put it somewhere you can see it, like throw a sticky note on the fridge and be like, whatever it is, Jim, like whatever's motivating you, just write it down so you see it. And, and okay, we're moving the phone. That's okay. And keep it where you can see it. Um, let me turn my page, make sure I get to the other side. And I didn't forget anything. Oh, I don't know how you feel about confessing to your wife, but you could consider asking her for help if you want, whether that's like going up to bed at the same time as her or recruiting her to help like leave little sticky notes around the house for you that some people could find that charming. Some people could find that super irritating. I will defer to you on that. Um, but yeah, having, having people support you is really valuable. And here's the last thing. I know you said you're, you're seeing somebody for your pain, which is great, but just remember that mental health is health and maybe talking to a therapist about all the stuff you're going through. If you haven't already could be really valuable as well. Like these people are professionals and they can kind of help you unpack the snacks as no one says, but I just said, so there's a bunch of, I know there's better help and um, I'm totally blanking on what else they're called, but there's a bunch of online therapy you can do or remote therapy that you can at least try and like see if it helps to talk to somebody about it. But I will say the same thing I said to boss lady, like you got this. You absolutely got this. We're here for you. Feel free to like share your journey with us. We can come together as a community about people who are like trying to take small steps to like make better changes. But like you're trying, you sent this, you sent this email, you sent this email, Jim, you're taking steps. You got a kid on the way. You're awesome. We appreciate you. That was really good. Really smart. Thank you. You're welcome. Next question. Dear Ashley, since you've adjusted your diet, I've noticed you've been drinking less, which is all good, but there's been an open bottle of wine in our fridge for several weeks and I want to know if I can throw it away. <laughs> Love your clean freak husband, Steve. Steve, I appreciate you and I appreciate your question and I am sorry. Yes, you may dump the wine. Good. But also, I have a promising lead. We have a new sponsor called Usual Wines. Nice. And they have a product that feels like it's tailored kind of specifically for me. 
They make low carb wine with zero grams of sugar in a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white. But the thing is, it is bottled for a single serving, like a friendly, heavy-handed bartender kind of serving. So basically a glass and a half. So if you don't want to drink an entire bottle in one sitting, it's the perfect amount. And then you don't have to worry about your bottle sitting in the fridge and getting stale. Yeah. This sounds like it's good for me, Which too. Which is also good for you. I will be drinking these. Plus, I know how you love a little spritzer in the summer. Yeah. They also have Sit usual spritz. With a little spritz. A, a usual spritz, which is only 83 calories. Nice. And it's sparkling wine and guava juice. So kind of like a grown-up White Claw. And you can find all this stuff at www.usualwines.com. If you use our discount code, Dear Ashley, you get $8 off your first order. That's www.usualwines.com. <laughs> the discount code, Dear Ashley. I can't wait to be sipping one of these on our back porch. Cheers. Next question. Hi, at Ashley Brayband. Question for hashtag Dear Ashley. What do you think the Philly NWSL team name should be? This is from NWSL Fila on Twitter. Is Uh, that how you say Fila? I would say like Fila. Like like short for Philadelphia. Here's a fun thing. If you want to send us questions on Twitter, we've never asked anybody to send questions on Twitter. But if you feel more comfortable sending a tweet, do it. At Ashley Brayband, at Steve Brayband, hashtag Dear Ashley. Do they have to do the ta- the hashtag? No, not at all. But yeah, I don't think you have to do the hashtag. Yeah, just send it to her. Well, you can request. tweet us questions. That's uh, thanks. I appreciate you at NWSL Phila. So just and to be I, clear, that that's not a real team. That's just what. Go ahead, I cut you off. And so. I appreciate your question. I would love to let you know that. Uh, no, it is not a real team. There is not an NWSL team in the Philadelphia. The profile says here to tweet about soccer and hoping to help bring an NWSL team to Philadelphia area. Hit follow and join the movement. That's right. Because Philly's a great sports town. Well, and it's debatable. No, you cannot debate that. You cannot debate that Philadelphia is a great sports town. You can say what you want about their fans and I know you're going to be like, oh, battery, snowballs, it's Anna. <laughs> but like, that's there's a passionate fan base in Philly and they would support <laughs> Women's soccer wholeheartedly. <laughs> okay. Um, Just say I'm okay. Not, not, yeah. I mean, okay. They would. They also, if they win a championship, would eat horse poop. So, yeah. They might. You know what? They, passion drives you to crazy things. <laughs> Some people commit murders out of passion. Some people eat horse poop, you know? Yeah, sure. Some people skinny dip in the Schuylkill River. It's really, it's, you know, it's everybody's everybody's choice. Did you do that? Who skinny dipped in the Schuylkill River? I didn't skinny dip, but I jumped in after we. For what? When I rode crew on Boathouse Row. Like after you like won a big race. You, you would, skinny dip? No, I didn't skinny dip. But you're wearing like your crew like. Do people skinny dip? I, I Did you? I, I wouldn't be upset I said did. no, I it did sounded, not. It feels random for you to admit. I specifically did but not. But it feels random to say that. I was just saying crazy things. I'm sure people crazy. have. <laughs> I'm sure people have. I did not. It's like a crew tradition to like jump in the river after you win a big race. You row your boat back to the dock. You put it up and then you jump in and then you climb right out. Do you do it naked? I know. <laughs> you do not. You're with your whole team. There's a bunch of people around. It's not like a private area. <laughs> then why did you say that? I skinny dip. I just, I don't know. Because I'm sure people do it. I was saying crazy stuff. Murder and horse poop. 
And just jumping in the river didn't feel like weird enough. So I had skinny dipping. It was a riff. I did not get naked in the Schuylkill. You could have if you wanted to. But I did not want to. That river is disgusting. I didn't know you then. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, so the question is about what would a hypothetical NWSL National Women's Soccer League team from Philadelphia be called? I have a couple thoughts. Okay. Name something that Philadelphia is famous for. Cheese steaks. Cheese steaks. What if they were the Philadelphia Steaks, but not S-T-E-A-K-S, rather S-T-A-K-E-S, like a steak you use to like kill a vampire. vampire. It's like yeah. a weapon, and you can be like driven through a soccer ball in the logo. Okay. And that's really cool. Ah, I killed you with a steak, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of like uh, anger. You said murder and killing people with stakes in the last five minutes. I, did I mention Philadelphians are passionate about sports? <laughs> okay. uh, that's one option. What else we got on the board? What else is Philadelphia famous for? I want to see if I came up with something for everything you think of. Um, the Liberty Bell. Okay. How about the Bells? Okay. But it's spelled... It's spelled B-E-L-L-E-S. L-E-S. So like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Also, the Patty LaBelle, famous Philadelphia resident. This is nice. my least favorite of the options. No, that's pretty good. Patty LaBelle is great, but it's also Belle is like a very, like a feminine word. And yeah. you want to you yeah, inspire like some like. You say like Southern Belle. Yeah. yeah. You want to inspire like a little bit of intimidation. So like Belle's my least favorite, but it's something I came up with. Uh, what else is Philadelphia okay. No, for? I stopped. I, that's the, the Rocky Steps. Yeah, like you could do like you don't want to do like those the, are the only two you had the that were, uh, that were for the no that were for <laughs> my famous bit and then the other two I have reasons but okay. not for the all right give the other one give okay another one. so I meant we mentioned the Schuylkill River yes what if they were you take the kill at the end they're just the killers the Philadelphia killers. Because the school kill. And what is going kill. on in your brain right Intimidation. now? Intimidation. What, what happened? What do you mean? It's very aggressive. Well, I mean, a little bit, but like it's a sports team name. What do you want it to be? Uh, I mean, we both like a team named after animals, the penguins, the eagles. You could have went with something other than well, I, killers. I want it to like, I want more teams to be named after like dragons. Okay. That's but like that's not really a Philly thing. It's just like yeah, dragons are cool, and more teams should be named after dragons. Okay. Uh, so what's your other one? The other one I have is because a lot of the teams in Philadelphia, you get the PH or the F sound, the Flyers, the Phillies, the Phantoms. You know, the so Eagles. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so what about the fear? The Philadelphia fear. See, Again, a little dark, but that's you that's better. Want that's it better to be intimidating. That's better. That's I better. get killers was a little bit a little bit harsh. Yeah, too much. Fear's not bad. The Philadelphia fear. Yeah, I think it's cool. That's kind of cool. Just all blacks, all black yeah, uniforms. That's It'd be cool. so cool. And like maybe some like charcoal gray. Would you spell it with a ph. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you would not. You would spell it with an f. The Philadelphia fear. Do you have any suggestions or are you just here to no, rag I on just mine? Gonna, I mean, 
the question was to you, dude. It didn't at tag me in the tweet, so I feel a little less. This left whole out. podcast is both of us are supposed to respond to questions. <laughs> that is the literal point. My only suggestion was I, I think that like Washington football team, as silly as it was, has oh, kind of no. caught on and been something like like I wouldn't be surprised if they kept it. They're, they mean they said they might. Really? Yeah. So maybe just the Philadelphia, so, like Philadelphia FC, Philadelphia Soccer Club, kind of fun. Philadelphia is not going to copy anything Washington does. We do not okay, like fair. Washington. I like the I like the the what what soccer does when they add an FC to it. Yeah, football it's, club. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Okay. Philly FC. Philadelphia cool. Fear <laughs> FC. See, yeah. <laughs> or like Philadelphia United. Like to steal from. What uh, if we didn't steal? What if we were original? I, I, I like when the only thing I like from when soccer in soccer <laughs> is like the tradition around names and kits and all that shit. Uh, the game is boring, but um, what? No, I like it. I like it. What are you talking uh, about? So I like Philadelphia FC. Are you just like, trying to stall because you didn't think of anything? No, to say? I thought of Philadelphia FC. That was the first thing that came to my mind. I know that might be like hitting it down the middle of a fairway and low-hanging fruit. So what's the like what's the mascot? What's on know. your logo? You could just make a dope insignia or a, a shield like Philadelphia FC on it. I'm drawing with my finger. You it's are, an audio. Yeah, medium. like Gotham FC, but Gotham is like yeah. not the actual town. It's like New York, New Jersey. They just called it Gotham FC. So that's like That's fun. So you just want to go real city FC. Yeah. I'm tired. Okay, cool. That's fun for the listeners. <laughs> football, come up, come up with club. a real name. Football no, club. No, give me one real name. The Sharks, because that's the team that Austin played <laughs> this weekend yesterday. Um, well, I hope you like one of my thought out and and well intentioned suggestions, and you ignore all Steve's ramblings where he didn't actually put in any effort. One thing I do like about Philly is um, the characters that you meet. There's a lot of different characters. And a lot of them got like very similar accents to Yinzer accents. Mm -hmm. And um, one of our favorite shows a while ago was the show called Community. Mm -hmm. And the community college was, do you remember what it was? Wasn't it like the human beings? (laughs) You're the strangest. The Philadelphia people. (laughs) <laughs> the the characters of Philly are a unique breed and it is made up of a very diverse and fun and interesting and passionate group of people. So the, the Philadelphia people, people FC. Okay. Guys, you know what? I think this calls for a poll. And I do have a feeling that you're going to get a I'm lot of I'm sticking with Philadelphia for, FC. For chaos, Steve. I'm sticking for... Can we throw up a poll Philadelphia on the FC. subreddit or Twitter for which Football team club. name should then hypothetical NWSL team from Philly be called? The options are, let's repeat, Philadelphia FC. Don't trash on mine because you came up with like eight things. I that, came up with four yeah, that all, all had reasons behind them. weird. 
Okay, you just suggested the Philadelphia people, <laughs> and you're telling me the things that all have ties to Philadelphia in some way are weird. What if they were the Philadelphia Johns? <laughs> J-A-W-N? Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, man. All right, so the options are- like John City, J-A-W-N City, instead of, yeah, that's fun. John City John FC. City. That's cool. <laughs> We got there. Well, it's like, again, John what are City. you seeing? It's just like a mix of random stuff. It's like a guy stuff. like, hey, with his thumb out. <laughs> okay. One more time to recap. John City. Philadelphia FC. John City FC. The people. The, the pe- <laughs> Philadelphia people. <laughs> <laughs> the Bells, B-E-L-L-E-S, which oh, I'm going to be honest, lame. I don't really like that one. The Stakes, S-T-A-K-E-S, The Killers. And I wonder if you need like an apostrophe so it's like like an apostrophe before it so you know it's like an abbreviation for Schuylkill. Like the kill or the Philadelphia Fear. Philadelphia Fear was fun. I I think. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll let people. We'll let people decide. Uh, Thank you so much at NWSL Phila on Twitter. Uh, I hope that you have come up with some better names on your own and would love to hear them. <laughs> peeps FC. Okay. FC Peeps. FC Peeps. Young FC Peeps. That sounds like a, a hit DJ. <laughs> All right. Where are we going? Next Getting question. off the rails. Okay. Before we go, it is time for everybody's favorite segment. We don't have anything hard to smack our hands on the headboard. Ready? Happies and crappies. My happy is probably also your happy. What? Um, Austin played in his first soccer, soccer game, game this weekend. Yes. And it was boy, was it a roller coaster? Tell us about it. The one of probably my biggest crappy was that I was very sick, uh, obviously from the second vaccine, and I couldn't go to the game, and I was really, really bummed about it. So I had to like live it through Steve's text messages, which were great and very thorough. And I appreciate you very much for sending all that content. But why don't you be the one uh, that tells everybody about <laughs> how it went? It went great. Uh, but it also had its ups and downs. We got all dressed. He had a little photo show, shoot for you. Uh, we went in the driveway. I took two pictures of him. We were all psyched to get in the car. He starts to climb in the car. Goes, <laughs> I forgot about And he this. goes, uh-oh, daddy. And I was like, what? He's like, I pooped. <laughs> and he pooped in his pants. <laughs> So That's an go, excited poop. It happens was, to everybody. He was nervous. He got the nerves out. He had a poo and he got the nerves out. Uh, so we got a little bit of it came on his socks. We had to change his socks, pants, his underwear. Luckily, we still made it on time. He got his jersey. He was number three. He was so psyched about being number three. It was a big moment. Um, the, the shout out to anyone that coaches like under six sports because if you've been ever been around anyone who's under six, they don't listen. Uh, <laughs> uh, the coach spent the first five minutes of practice trying to get everyone in a single file line so they could take turns shooting at the goal. And for the most part, the kids were wandering in their own way. The opposing team kept coming down. They did like 15 minutes of practice, 15 minutes a game. Or I'm sorry, 30 minutes of practice, 30 minutes a game. The opposing team was just running all around. Um, it was a lot of six-year-olds trying to do stuff. Four-year-olds. Four-year-olds. Yeah. Our son's four. Our son's four. (laughs) 
Uh, I think there were some five-year-olds on his team. He was like the smallest kid. I think he's the smallest. He kid. was, but he wasn't. He was like the second best. There was one girl on on his team that was yeah. really good. I think he was the smallest kid. Now that I'm thinking about yeah, it, yeah. Looking at your videos, he looked like he was. Uh, I hope I signed him up for the right league. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> well, at one point he gets Austin gets the ball and he's so excited. He starts dribbling towards his own goal <laughs> and everyone's saying, turn around, turn around, turn around. And the one girl on his team like stopped him. And then there's no spacing in this. <laughs> so all the kids went towards the ball and Austin kind of tripped over the ball, fell. There was a little cloud of dust. Uh, I saw him laying there and I knew just by how slow he was getting up that he was going to be crying when he got up, <laughs> he got up crying. Coach, the coach said, I think he got a cleat to the ear. Oh, God. I was like, don't say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. And he also put on a show, of course, cried. It was really sad. You did not mention the cleat to the I ear didn't part tell to you me. That part, no. That's interesting. You left uh, that well, I didn't want to say it in front of him again because you know how it gets if you bring it up. Yeah. He's just going to be, yeah, I did. I did. Then <laughs> we talked about it. And then he got back on the sidelines. He went back in and then scored a goal the right The game after winner. Game winner. We don't. We're not supposed to keep score. But wait, is that real? We're not supposed to keep not score. Not supposed to keep score. Did they tell us that? Uh, yeah, they said just have fun, enjoy it. I, also, we're, we're gonna have to have a conversation before you attend. Uh, uh, he, I don't. The agree coach. With that. The coach circled everyone around him before, and he was like, "Remember, it's positive for both sides. Everyone's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Even your son's team or your son or daughter's team, as well as the opponents." Yep. And then I heard him at one point say to one of the kids, what's the score? He goes, it's 2-1. We're winning. And he goes, wait, well, not that it matters. Everyone's having fun. And I was like, yeah. You can – oh. I disagree with that. I think part of the They're lessons fo- of sports are – I know, but I get learning, you, but winning, like, and losing. Our son – this is our son's first time being introduced into and sports. And I'm so glad he won so that he enjoys <laughs> it. <laughs> got to – I can't you, – You got. he's just got to learn like – the basics of like good sportsmanship first, and then he can learn between winning and losing. I think I disagree. Like he had to learn how to like take a cleat to the ear and jump back up and keep playing. I mean, it wasn't really his choice. Well, I, but that's what <laughs> neither is necess- neither is losing. Like if your team loses, that stinks, and you got to be sad and then come out and like try again the next week. Yeah. Like I just I don't I think that's like, I'm gonna keep score. I think that's a, I think that's a in the car conversation. I okay. don't think that's a in front of other parents conversation. All right. Well, we're not supposed to talk to other parents anyway, which was my favorite part about this email. Why? It was like, please stay socially distant from other parents. I was like, you mean I get to go watch my son play so- soccer and not have to talk to anybody? Oh, I talked to some dream. of the parents. Oh, yeah. I think you're gonna set this 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 activity out. No, I can't wait to go. I'm so excited. I was really really bummed I missed it, but. So happy that he finally got to play. Yeah. Um, okay. That was both my happy and my crappy because the crappy counts as him pooping and changing. His <laughs> and then we got crappy. we got donuts afterwards, which feels like a really fun tradition that I'm excited about. Yeah, donuts are great. Okay, I think we're done here. Wait, you have to say a crappy. I, my crappy was that I missed it. Uh, okay. My, it was both, and also that I got so sick yeah. from. I'm feeling it right like, now. It was kind of like happy and crappy was Austin's soccer game, but happy and crappy was also the second vaccine. Like I'm so pumped that I, in a few weeks, I'm going to be fully vaccinated. And because I take um, 
medicine that suppresses my immune system, I was like worried that even though I got the vaccine, my body wasn't going to build antibodies. And so I wanted side effects. I wanted symptoms to know that my body was fighting and building. And so when I started to get chills, I was like, this is great. I know it's working. Like my body's building stuff. Yes. Good for me. And then as I got sicker and sicker, I was like, okay, cool. I, I get it. No, no more. <laughs> this is fine. I don't want to feel nauseous. I don't want to have this headache. I don't want my heart rate to be through the roof. Shortness of breath, not for me. Like fever, go away. I don't want that. But you know, I, I already feel so much better than the worst of it. And I know in the long run, it just means I'm going to be able to go get my hair cut finally and attend my son's yeah. next soccer game and be that parent. Yeah. No. Well. <laughs> you said yeah before you realized uh. what I was going to say. All right. Now, I think we are done here. Thank you guys so much for all your questions. We appreciate them. And we appreciate you times infinity. Seriously. Like this... I love this community. We are so grateful for you guys. You are the best. Remember, if you want to support us, you can go to anchor.fm slash Dear Ashley. And there's a list of a bunch of platforms there where you can listen. Just hit play on a few of them simultaneously. Put them on mute and then take all of your winter clothes. Donate the ones that you didn't wear this season. Put the rest in the basement or in a mm. bag or in a different closet if you're spoiled. Like, whatever it is, sort through all your winter stuff. Bring back your spring stuff because it's starting to get warm. And then by the time you're what? done, you'll have played this entire podcast like three or four times. And that'll be great for us. I feel like every time you do those, you're like giving yourself a pep talk for a weekend activity. You, you have finally to do. figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I just run through the chores that I have to do in my head and I tell other people to do them so I can live vicariously through them. Or you can leave us a review, give us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review like this that's titled Steve made me do this exclamation point. Yes. Five stars. However, I would probably... I probably would have eventually. Oh, I hope they read this. This podcast is an outstanding listen. They have a lot of fun and can laugh even when they claim they're mad at each other. True. <laughs> they both love laughing and both of their laughs are contagious, but in a good way contagious. The advice is usually good, <laughs> like 99% of the time. But occasionally someone says throw poop in a neighbor's trash bin and, well, I digress. Please listen. They are awesome. Exclamation point. Five stars from... Nor will win. That is awesome. Thanks, nor will win. Thank or nor you. will win. Nor will win. Nor will win. Nor will win. Are you, did, are yep, you I done? think I'm done. Okay, well, There's great. other ones in here, too. And more people rated it. Good job. This is a very coachable team. <laughs> I love to hear it. So we did we meet our threshold? We wanted, like, three more reviews this week? I think four. I think it was a 345 last time, and I said it. Better get to 349 or I'm turning this car around. And it did? It did. It got well, to 349. So only four people listened to you? They, or they went as specifically as I said <laughs> and someone showed up and was like, I'm going to rate it. Oh, wait. Nope. They, they hit the threshold. I'll wait till next week till he assigns me another number. All right. So, so what's let's, the number? Let's get to 356. <gasps> That's seven more people. Oh, man. You Guys. To go on. Oh, I'm looking at Apple Podcasts too. So if you're listening elsewhere, that's all right. But I'm looking at Apple Podcasts. If seven more people could rate it, I will give away a hat. Oh, wow. We don't have any merch. We don't. Maybe we'll make some merch, but I'll give away a hat 
That's uh, a good idea. Let's make a let's make some merch. I'll consult I'll consult Kelly. <laughs> she's our she's our merch. What person. would our merch be? I don't know. Steve be moving shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only people named Steve would buy it. Probably. And if you have ideas for merch, let us know. We'll figure it out. Um You guys should have made sports merch. Yeah, I know. Let's do it. We're not making sports merch. For other, oh, that's a good business. Make merch for other people's podcasts. And <laughs> <laughs> keep on. Oh, gosh. All right, guys. Follow along on Instagram and Reddit. Both are Dear Ashley Pod. Uh, find our Discord. Go nuts in there with the brackets. Or as of today, tweet us at, at Ashley Brayband or at Steve Brayband. Let us know how we're doing. We love your feedback. We'd love to hear from you guys. You guys are the absolute best. You can call us at 929-399-4606. Or if the mere thought of calling someone and leaving a voicemail sounds absolutely horrific, write us an email at dearashleypod at gmail.com. Talk to you soon. <laughs>